Yeah, Thursday mornings we get to chat with Derek Hall, the president and CEO of the first place Arizona wow. Diamondbacks. Say that again, that Vinny. Right. The first place Arizona Diamondbacks. You never get sick of hearing that, no. do you, Derek? I don't get sick of hearing that, and uh, I, I wonder what we want to talk about here, guys. Good morning. Good morning, Let, Derek. We'll start. We'll start easy, <laughs> Derek. We'll start with three and three, and you know the first series loss yep. comes in Miami, but I think a nice bounce back to take those first two games in St. Louis, despite what happened yesterday. I think uh, you know six game road trip. There's nothing to sneeze at there. Totally agree, Vince. And, and, you know, Miami's not an easy place to play. And for us to, to start 0-2 and then on getaway day to have to face Alcantara and, and bounce back like we did, like you said, and then go into St. Louis where we've traditionally never had a lot of success on the road and to take the first two was great. I mean, obviously, you would love to get out of there with a sweep and a 4-2 and road trip, especially starting 0-2. Uh, but we, we killed the momentum a little bit yesterday and uh, it was disappointing. And we're going to try and bounce back. But what we've seen with this team is they do just that. They're resilient. And after a loss, they rebound just fine. All right, let's ask the hard question now, Derek. Coming down in three, two, and one. <laughs> Madison Bumgarner, uh, at any point in the previous three seasons, you could you could give him a lot of rope to, to try to work things out or keep him in the rotation. This is uh, The consequences and the stakes are much higher this year. So what what are you guys going to do about him? Yeah, you know, it's um, it's tough because he really has uh, taken accountability. He's worked really hard, um, you know, to his credit. Th- this guy has put in the work and the effort and, and Stromy has as well. Uh, it's just been it's been sad and disappointing. And uh, as you guys pointed out, even after the game yesterday, his postgame comments showed the frustration and more so just the confusion, you know, on his part. He's always had a lot of success. Uh, but obviously he is, he has struggled this year and it really started at the end of last year, but I do think the expectations are, are in a completely different place. You have a, a very young roster mixed in with some veterans like bum who expect to win. And, um, you know, I think our fans are, are excited about this team and they want to win too. So we, you know, it's a balancing act. It's a, it's a decision that we, we have to make. We're debating internally on what to do. We do that after every start, not just, you know, after yesterday's start, but, but after every start, because I believe we're in the situation now, which is a good spot to be in, where we have to ask ourselves, are we putting our, ourselves in the best position to win based on the players we have available? And we made those decisions at the end of last year to bring up young players to play in the outfield. They, they produce, they continue to, they provide a lot of that excitement. We did so with some of our young pitchers as well. And we've talked about the depth. So there are decisions we have to make because we do have pitchers who, who do need to become a part of this, you know, 26 man roster soon because they're proving that they're ready for that next, that next move. So again, all of this goes into the decision-making and, you know, we just want to make sure we're in the best position to win. When you talk about that process, Derek, it, you know, is it one of those situations where everything's on the table? And I, I'm asking specifically, is there a chance that there's a shift to put Madison Bumgarner in the bullpen at this point? All good questions, Vince. And, and I would say this first and foremost, yes, everything is on the table. And I mean that by, you know, I've been really consistent. We've been consistent letting our baseball ops know we're never going to make a decision, just so you know, based on what a guy gets paid. So salary will never come into play and prevent us from making decisions that would improve our, our roster or improve our chances to win. So say that first and foremost. Um, but then when you're determining whether to put, you know, a, a veteran, and, and not just him specifically, you know, you have to look at the makeup of your bullpen. And we're starting to establish roles. We just got Mantiply back. You have Chafin. You have Nelson. You know, that's three left 
left-handed arms there. Uh-huh. So again, all of that comes into play too. You know, um, yeah, true. How effective are the guys in the bullpen? I mean, you look at yesterday's game, and and you know, Vincent Bick, you go the day before, and of course, we knew we were going to have limited innings for Jamison because you know he's still not fully stretched out. So we knew that we were going to have limited pitch count. We knew we were going to utilize the bullpen, and then going into yesterday, you just hope that your starter can give you five, six innings. And he wanted it to. Maybe he put even more pressure on himself because you want to limit the bullpen. And we, we had to go the bullpen and get length out of, out of Solomon, as you know. But um, all of that comes into play, too. You know, how do you keep as little stress as possible on your bullpen? And, and it's been great to see guys like Gallen and Merrill Kelly get into the seventh inning now. You know, they're, they're starting to get you there. So you're not utilizing the bullpen as much as you did at the beginning of the season. But all of that is a factor, too. So th- there, there's a lot of things we're, we're weighing and talking about. And, you know, obviously you always ask, can it get better? Can it improve? Um, and, and, and that's what we just don't know. You know, is it injury? No. I mean, at the end of yesterday's game, I, the reporters asked him, are you healthy? And he said, sure. So it is a performance issue then right now, and it's a decision we're, we're trying to make. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, last thing about this, uh, we all know that the effects of the pitch clock has been stunning in ways that we didn't even anticipate. Players talk about how guys get on base, the small talk is out of the game. Guys just don't even kibitz anymore because it's everything is on point. Bang, 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 bang. Is Madison Bumgarner struggling with the pitch clock? I, I don't think so. And Vic, that's a great question, but uh, I, I don't think so. I think it's more just frustration okay. and, and, like I said, confusion. Somebody that's always had a ton of success, but we know that, that it was in the heads of some of our starters before who never experienced it in the minor leagues. I think they're over it. I think they're, for the most part, you know, uh, adjusted. Um, I think Merrill made mention to his last start where, the, you know, there was one at bat where he wished he could have it back, but that's okay. That's all part of the adjustment process. So, so I, I don't think so, uh, but that's really a question for him to answer. I just have not heard that, Dick. I haven't heard him or, or others really complain about the pitch clock anymore. I think those adjustments have been made, and it's a good part of our game, in my opinion. Derek Hall, President and CEO of the Diamondbacks, our guest here on Bickley and Murata Mornings. Coming home for this homestand now against San Diego and Kansas City, and the Diamondbacks were one of the first teams, Derek, to put into uh, place the, the policy of extending beer sales uh, till the eighth inning with the with the shortened game clock or the the game play um, taking advantage of that. And as you well know, there's been a reaction to that from some inside the game. Some players have commented on it, and others. What kind of feedback have you got in your role on, on that policy decision to, to extend beer sales? Well, you know, I, I will take full responsibility for that decision. I haven't heard much. I mean, I, I know that there's some chatter out there just as an industry. Um, and Major League Baseball allowed all the teams to make their own decisions. Mm-hmm. I just thought with the speed up, with the fact that we're, we're carving, you know, 30 minutes out of it, it's how do you do it? Do you, do you open the gates early or do you extend? I, I think the easiest way was for us to extend. And just monitor it. We can always pivot and make a change later. Sure. Uh, we haven't heard that there's been any issues or any problems. We also always, you know, encourage responsibility yeah. and ask people to sign up as designated drivers. So, I, you know, there, there's nothing there changes. Uh, in fact, there's probably even more awareness that we're driving home. Um, and so, you know, no pun intended. We hope no one's driving home if they're not being responsible. Yes. But uh, I, I think um, when you when you make a decision like this, Vince, you got to think about, your concessions partner, you have to think about your corporate partnerships. Uh-huh. Um, you know, there, there's a lot in mind there. It's not just for revenue, but also the fans were asking us as well. So though you may hear some people grumbling about it, 
I can guarantee you what I did here was before the season, hey, would you consider extending it now that our games are getting so quick here in spring? So I heard it from the other side going into yeah. the season and thought, why not? You know, let's give it a shot, and we can always uh, we can always adjust I, later. I, yeah, I don't get the players who are complaining about it. I mean, it, why is it why is it a baseball's uh, club's um, why is it your job to assume, assume personal responsibility of people? Right, exactly. It, that, and, that's, and, that's, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's I've heard that from others too, defending it and questioning, saying, "Well, bars are open. You know, are they closing early? Are they? You know, I, I get both sides yeah. of the argument. And and bottom line is, we do want everybody to be responsible, but yes. I also want our corporate partners to feel like they're getting as much ex- exposure as they as they always have, or at least sales that they always have. All right, in thirty seconds, D, what do the ticket sales look like for this weekend against the Padres? Fernando Tatis Jr. is back, and and do you feel this team kind of creating a buzz locally? I, I do, Bick. I definitely do. And I think, you know, just the the chatter that I'm getting over our starting rotation tells you people are watching, people are, you know, they have an opinion, they want to win. And our, our, our ticket sales look that way as well. Um, it's going to be a fun weekend. Of course, Tatis is back tonight. That team, you know, look, they're as talented as any on the field. So it's, uh, it's going to be an exciting four-gamer. And then we have the Royals after that. But Saturday night, the Zach Allen bobblehead, we know that the ticket sales will be up. There's still tickets available Friday night, post-game fireworks. So really fun weekend, four games in the division. And then we've got the Royals coming in for three next week. Yep, Derek, great stuff as always. Have a great week. We'll talk to you next Thursday.